can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Welcome to Talking Pools, where we just talk about random stuff for the first few minutes. <laughs> I'm Andrea. I'm, I'm. See, I knew I should wait. <laughs> you see, now I was going to say now something. You're just doing it on purpose. You're doing it on purpose. I, I was going to say something, but I held off because I knew you were going to speak once again once I tried to start. I'm Rudy Stankowitz. This is the Talking Pools show, and Andrea, I have a question Hello. for you. Yes. What is your question? Remember that one time you had a good idea? No. And didn't do anything about it? Yes. <laughs> there was, right? There was one I mean, time in your life where you had a good idea and you didn't do anything about it. I also didn't write it down, and that's why I forgot that I had that good idea. Can we ask what it was? Uh, just th- all, anything in general. Anything? All, You've all had several, them, is that what you're saying? All of the good ideas. They usually don't stick. <laughs> where do good ideas come from? Uh, well, they don't they say that invention is or necessity is the mother of invention. They do, huh. but the point is, is that good ideas can come from anywhere. I'm glad I got right. That right, yeah, for sure. You did get it right, especially for and on the first try too. But yeah, no, good. They can come from anywhere, especially by being out and uh, you know seeing things and experiencing and getting your hands dirty. Exactly. And the more you're out in the field, the more ideas you're going to come up with. And this is where there's this risk where somebody either talks you out of it, tells you it's silly, or you decide yourself not to pursue it. And is that a good thing? Um, not necessarily, no. I mean... There, there was one point in time in history where this guy decided that, you know what, candles suck. We don't want candles. Candles suck. They're a danger. They don't really provide much light. You always have to find matches. Did they have mm-hmm. matches? I don't even know if they I had don't matches. Think they had matches. No. Well, then whatever they did to light these candles, who knows? This guy decided. Well, a, I think they just kept a fire burning and then just like took okay. the fire when they needed it for things. Fire, good. Kind so, of like soup. It's like what? <laughs> soup. You just make a big pot of soup and leave it on the stove all day. And then any, oh, I love that head, the head thing. Soup is good food. So, but here's the thing. At one point in time, this guy said, all right, I'm sick of candles. Candles suck. They don't work really well. There's got to be a better way. So he comes up with this idea. What if I could get like a little glass jar and use this, you know, electrical thing that Ben Franklin discovered with his kite and make light come out of that? Hmm. And people thought he was crazy. Oh, you can't do that. That's ridiculous. You can't make light in a jar. He said, well, what if I could make light in a jar? Oh, you're out of your mind. You're insane. But you know what? That made light in a jar, didn't he? Well, Thomas, Thomas Edison with the light I, bulb. I huh? knew you were going there with Thomas Edison, but honestly, I'm a Tesla fan. Tesla, we owe a lot of stuff to Tesla. And they, well, that's a, that's a different show. But yeah. 
Well, the whole point being is, is that he had an idea and everything is, well, Al Gore gave us the internet. You've got mail. (laughs) So everything is, every idea is a crazy idea until it isn't. That's the point. Your idea might be the next great new thing. I'm going to tell you a sad Mm -hmm. story. I had a ship. It's a good point. And you know how sometimes people say their ship has sailed? My ship sunk. Do you want do you want to hear this story? So oh, no. it's not pool related, but it's Did still a good it? idea story. So yes, I crashed it, I sunk it, I blew it up, I nuked that f- who sunk my battleship? I sunk my own f- battleship. Like, That's what happened. B fourteen. So so you were like Chris Farley in this and Tommy Boy. Check out this story, because I didn't know what I had. So my youngest son, Jacob, you know Jacob. Mm-hmm. I do. Hey. Okay. So He's in kindergarten, and I'm living in North Belmore at the time on Long Island. He comes home from school. He's all excited. He, Dad, it's invention day at school. We're having an invention day at school. Will you help me? And of course, yeah, I'm going to help you. And this sounds like fun, and we get to do stuff together. And we did a lot of stuff together like that, so this is cool, right up our alley. So we sit, and we think, and we think, and we think, and we're trying to come up with this idea for invention day for his kindergarten class. So finally, we come up with an idea. And we go to the store and we buy a push mop, like with one of those sponge heads. Uh You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Just with the pole. And then we buy the clamp that holds a bottle onto a bicycle. Okay. And we mount it to the back of this push mop. Wait, I go to the local. Wait, wait, wait. I I know where you're going. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I, I go down to the local Leslie's store. And I get a water test bottle, one of the squeeze bottles, mm-hmm. and I put it in there and I take surgical tubing and I run it from the squeeze bottle to the front of the mop. So when you fill this squeeze bottle with sudsy soapy water and squeeze it, it shoots out soapy water in front of the mop. So great idea, right? Telling me- he takes it. Let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. Make a joke. Comic relief. All right. What's your joke? Just telling you so that this whole time I've been mopping my floor with a Rudy. possibly or a jacob whichever way you want to look Uh at it so he takes it to school this thing goes to school he gets a hundred on it really good job everybody's really cool 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 cool. he brings it he brings it home and it goes into a closet (laughs) and it sits in a closet for months six months down the road it gets thrown away because nobody ever used it two years later walking through walmart i see the swiffer wet jet (laughs) Motherfucker. Seriously. That's crazy. Now, you better believe, you better believe I looked to see if it was one of his teachers that sold that patent uh, to Procter Gamble. And was it? it? Not that I could find, but I don't know what happened to it. We threw it out. Some homeless guy probably picked it up oh, out wow. of the trash, and now he's living the high life out in the Hamptons. Well, That's a true story. That was my ship. It left. I had a good idea. I didn't know I had a good idea. Maybe I don't know. I can't blame anybody else but myself. I did nothing. I, You know what, though? I was like 20 in change. Also, not a good excuse, but I didn't know what I had. That could have been my ship. That was my ship. My ship is gone. It's obliterated. You sunk my battleship. Sounds like we have a. It sounds like we have a thing with Procter and Gamble, though. Mister Clean, <laughs> Mister Clean, yeah, Mister Clean. Clean. Now they stole the Swiffer from you. <laughs> that might have happened. Just kidding. Well, just you know, kidding. it's probably just coincidence. But the point is, the time frame was right. I had the idea. I even had a working prototype. 
could have I done something with it? That's crazy. I, if I had patented it first before whoever else patented their idea, my life would have been very different. So I had a good idea and I didn't do anything about it. <gasps> Holy crap. Did you hear the news? The Talking Pools podcast now has a regular column in Pool Magazine. It is the hottest new trade mag in the industry. The edgy morning radio show style podcast with Rudy and Andrea is now on the pages of the magazine known for keeping a finger on the pulse of the pool industry. Yes, both print and digital. Download the poolmagazine.com app on Google Play today. No. I remember also working in the pool industry when these Aquador skimmers covers came out. You don't know about them because it's a northern thing. Right up north, what they do is they seal off their skimmers when they close the pools for the winter. And for years, what we would have to do is remove the skimmer plate, and then we would attach this stainless steel plate that had a gasket behind it and put and and thread that in. And in the spring, we'd take it off, put the uh, frame back on. Same thing. Every fall, every spring, on and off, on and off. That's how we would close up these pools. Then this company called Aquador, they come out with this thing where all you do is replace the frame and it has a little lip around it and they have this snap-on <laughs> cover, very thin, flexible snap-on cover. It's a friggin' Tupperware lid. And I seen this thing. I'm like, why didn't I, why didn't I think of that? All it is is a very – it's a Tupperware lid system, cool. and it's amazing. And they went with it, and I'm sure they're doing very well. I remember speaking with them when they were making these things in their garage. But somebody had an idea, and they went with it. So I'm telling everybody that's listening, you know what? Yeah. These things are going to pop into your head. And despite everybody that discourages you, I'm going to encourage you. Go for it. Do it. Because the worst thing that can happen is, is you followed it, you chased it, and it didn't work. That's the worst thing that can happen. Yeah, it could cost you a bunch of money. But you know what you eliminate in your life? All of the what ifs. What if? Just like I have my what if. What if I did? You eliminate. That's what life's about. End it with no what ifs. Chase your dream. Follow it. Pursue it. Make it happen. You don't know how many new things. And I know what, you know, the pool industry is old. I know that it's been around for a long, long time, but there's still room for improvement. We've discovered new things all the time. Several years ago, 2018, and we just spoke about this a couple of weeks ago in our one of our episodes. What is black algae, Andrea? It is a menace. What is it actually called, Cyanobacteria, or as I like to call it, cyanococca. Cyanobacteria. Okay, but prior to that, there was really, whether, you know, whether or not I was the one to figure this out or not, you know what, I, somebody else probably did and they just didn't get the message out correctly. But now it's a lot more commonly known that that's what this is. So for 80 years, we had it wrong. We're treating black algae like it's an algae. It's actually cyanobacteria. We're learning more about things all the time. Why wasn't this publicized? Why are we chasing this as an algae? Why don't people know that this is a bacteria? Why are we still, um, what's the word, precipitating the same, not precipitate, why are we still continuing the same myths? You know, why, why isn't somebody say, hey, that like you like you asked me. Oh, and I wanted to tell you too. I treated a pool with black algae just this past week. It wasn't very bad. There were several spots all over the bottom of the floor, but I sprinkled a bunch of um, trichlor in there, let it sit overnight. The next day, 
it's all gone. There's not one single spot left. So I'm not surprised, but I just didn't get a chance to do like a video or take any pictures, but I wanted to tell you about it that, you know, and so now I know, which is my point a second ago that it's all gone. So if it comes back, it's not coming back. It's actually just new black algae. Exactly. New cyan. Exactly. And that's another myth, but we, but we're learning new things all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Not only is black algae not an algae, it's cyanobacteria. Not only does it not embed in plaster, if it's gone for more than a couple of weeks and then pops up again, it's new. So we're learning things, even though we've been around it's for that long. It's not the same as black mold because people, I think I mentioned this before too, this lady was saying that she talked to her doctor about it and the doctor was saying how toxic it is. And yeah, if you tell your doctor that you have black mold, sure, he's going to say it's toxic, but it's not the same thing. But it is also toxic because we proved that too. And that one I may be at the top of the list for. Because people haven't looked at these things. It's a pool. What is it? It's growing in the water. It must be algae. Take it to the next step. We figured out that we could lower cyanuric acid with aluminum sulfate. Why? Why did we figure that out? This product's been around forever, right? We've discussed since 1500 BC. We used it in the pool industry heavily up until maybe the tail end of the 80s when we started using that blue liquid stuff. But this product has always been around. Why didn't we know that it could lower cyanuric acid? You know why? Because nobody ever tried to lower cyanuric acid with it. A heavy dose of aluminum sulfate. Until you came along. That's new information. I can only give you examples I know about. You know what I mean? These are things from my life. (laughs) And it's disturbing because we've been around for such a long time. And the idea came into my head, hey, I'm going to see if I can do this with with aluminum sulfate. And I ran tests. I figured out a dose that would work. The dose happens to be in line with what water treatment centers use. So I'm not really worried about the amount because your tap water has already been treated with that amount. And it happened to drop the level. Now, do we need to get it to a lab to further fine tune this? Absolutely. But we did find something new after as long as we've been in the industry and for as long as people have been trying to find a chemical means of lowering cyanuric acid that works, we did it with flock. How cool is that? That's awesome. So there's new things all the time. What we can't do is get stuck in the status quo. The How to Get Rid of Swimming Pool Algae Handbook, written by pool water chemistry expert Rudy Stankowitz, will be the most comprehensive guide on algae prevention and remediation you will ever own. Algae is the single most encountered swimming pool problem noted worldwide, but it doesn't have to be a problem for you. Purchase your copy of the How to Get Rid of Swimming Pool Algae Handbook on Amazon, today. It is just because it is, and this is how we've always done it. Like with the black algae myths. Yes. And there's a lot of that. And then. Who is it? <laughs> he heard you. There's a lot of status quo in the industry. And there's also a lot of people in the industry who don't want to see things change. Did you know that a person, I'm not going to throw out names or anything like that, but a person, when I announced that we could use aluminum sulfate to lower cyanuric acid, a person who works at a manufacturer started calling a bunch of people I know telling them that he was going to sue me for making this information public. Did you get sued? (laughs) No. 
I might ah! now. <laughs> I was going to say, are you sure? But the whole point being is people didn't want this information to come out. They didn't want it to come out. And that's kind of scary because there's a lot of people who don't want to see the industry change because they're making money on it the way that it is now. There are a lot of people that do, don't get me wrong, and there's a ton of people that support what I've done that'll that support what a lot of other people come up with. And there's a lot of great, fantastic ideas out there and new products that come out every day. I'll tell you, people send me things to try, and there's a lot of really fantastic things that come out. I'm not going to drop any names because, because we're not getting paid um, by them, Rudy. Remember, that would be it. But <laughs> anybody who wants this, but the whole us, point, oh, hey, we got spaces. <laughs> Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. The whole point being is there's a lot of great ideas that come out on the reg. And there's no reason that you, the listening to us right now, that you aren't the next person to have that next great idea. I mean, you watch Shark Tank. It doesn't have to be like Shark Tank. But still, you know what? You start out. It's hard work. You get there. And it might I mean, explode. You could go on Shark Tank because you know what? Um, ha I think, have I talked about the critter pricker before on the show? I don't critter what? pricker. So it's a strip of plastic spikes that you put down, um, on the, on the pool deck. I mean, obviously not like when you're using that. It's very spiky. I accidentally stepped on it, but it prevents raccoons from going to your top step and using it as their toilet, to their toilet, using it as their toilet. <laughs> So what you do is you actually impale no, they, them. You don't impale them. They step on it and it sucks. And so they run away. I had a customer. I had it. Does it go like through, no, no, through no, their no, foot? No, no, no. Are you kidding me? Like their little raccoon listen, claw? Hey, listen, the late Betty White would have a conniption from, you know, across the rainbow bridge or wherever she may be. If she heard me saying that. I thought only dogs I went across, across the from the rainbow bridge. Because obviously it has to go somewhere. There has to yeah, be but, all right, so what about that take that care of the animals over the – Jesus Christ. Okay. You love animals, right? Of course. You love rescuing them from pools, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. There's a whole Instagram dedicated to it. Do you remember when the frog log came out? Um, not when it came out, but I do love the frog log for sure. That guy is from Florida. That Could you not have come up with – I know. Could you have not come up with that? How many times have you seen homeowners or people lay a board in the water, a flat board, let it float so the frogs have something to crawl on top of so that way they don't drown? I've actually never seen that. But you, well, you've seen it in pictures. You've no, heard of it. Sure. Yes. You didn't know people do that. No, I didn't. Really? No, I didn't know that. What pool? What pool industry are you in? I we're in a completely different market, Rudy. We have completely different weather, even. <laughs> Welcome to the pool industry multiverse. <laughs> we're, I mean, we got a we got a special way of doing things down down where I am. Yeah, 
You do. That's for sure. Well, here's the thing. So they could you have not come up with that idea? Absolutely. But you didn't. Well, now you're making me rack my brain for stuff that maybe I should rethink if I can remember that I thought it in the first place. But shouldn't you rack your brain to see if there's something that you thought of in the past that might be an improvement to something in the industry? I mean, who knows pools better than people in the pool industry? Nobody. So this person comes up with this frog log and the product explodes. It's everywhere. They're doing really, really well with it. You know why? Because Because they were. They didn't think their idea was stupid, no matter what anybody said. Now, hold on a second, because you could also go the route. <laughs> they also didn't think their idea was stupid. Yeah, but you know what, though? There's always new products out, and I don't want to get sued, so I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> but the whole point is, is, you know, you have to, when you're out there looking at products, you have I'm to see. I'm just here to be the opposite of you. You have to see. Uh, well, no worry about that. You nailed it. <laughs> but you have to look to see what makes sense for your pool and what doesn't. And that's all I'm going to say on it. But there are lots of things that do come out that whatever product, you know, on the reg. And I like a good uh, I like one of the I like a good filter flosser. Those are those are fun. Or what about the skimmer lid like, with a little there's one spirally a, doohickey for frogs to crawl around? I've never actually all right, seen. But you've those. heard of it. I, yes. I don't know if they actually work. I don't know if they actually, well, I don't know if they work either. I know the frog log does. I've seen it a lot, but the whole point is, is people are coming up with ways so that critters don't get stuck in water. That's what you do all the time. You take critters out of water. I do. A lot of them. So you might actually even be able to come up with a better idea than the frog log, maybe like a frog catapult. Oh, you know what's a really good idea somebody came up with? Is the skimmy. The ones that go on the kid's arms? What? Oh no, that's a that's a logs? swimmy. What's you know the skimmy? Have you you you've seen the skimmy? Uh, We're plugging a lot it's of a, people it's here, a, so it's okay. I'm gonna tag my I'm gonna tag my friends at the skimmy because we met at the pool. Show. We are gonna tag but, every no, one of them. Seriously, it's great. The skimmy's awesome. Let me tell you about the skimmy because I have used it for way more things than they actually probably even know that it's good for. Because so they. Um, came up with this idea because um, she didn't, I have to look at up her name. I'm so sorry. Right at the moment, maybe we can stick this in later, Rudy, but I can't think of her name right at the moment. Anyway, she was tired of getting, you know, bugs, dead bugs, and she's not particularly fond of snakes. So reaching into the skimmer um, to grab the basket, to empty the basket. And she, I don't think she does pools. I think she just was uh, owned a pool. Um, so she invented this, this gimme and it's a pole. And it's a little tiny little net on the end that fits right inside the skimmer pot. When you open the lid, it fits right down in. So you can actually skim all the stuff off of the top that's like floating around because sometimes when you lift up the basket, you know, the stuff just gets sucked down into the pump. So you can skim, you can skim off the top of the skimmer pot and then it has a hook on the other end so you can reach in and grab the basket handle and pull up the skimmer basket. So yeah, so I've used it for a bunch of other things. Now, you know the plunger valves in the um, commercial pools that let the water in? I've seen you. I've seen you do this. I have seen you, but explain. So, okay. So there's these, the big plunger valves that depends on the size of the pool, the size of the valve, whatever, but it basically controls the water from the pool going to the surge tank or the filter pit, depending on you know, what's going on in there. Most of the time there's, it's the DE grids that it's in there. Um, and then the, 
water goes from there to the pump. So the pump pulls from the pit. I've explained that before. Anyway, so the plunger valve is a disc that's on a long stick that has a handle at the top. So they will break because the pressure of the water like pulls it down. They're very heavy and sometimes they slip and sometimes you crush your fingers in them. Um, so anyway, when the disc breaks, they get stuck down at the bottom of the pit, you know, at, at the bottom of the valve opening that's down at the bottom of the pit. Um, and the skimmy is perfect. It reaches all the way down to the deepest pit that I've tried. And the little hook hooks right into the disc at the bottom because the disc has holes in it. Or, you know, if it's broken, you manipulate it correctly. You can wiggle it out. I've also saved a turtle with a skimmy out of a DE pit. I have that on my Instagram. Have you seen those floating um, skimmers, the solar powered skimmers? Somebody sent me one to try out. And I did, and I did a, oh, I, I did a video yeah. on it, right? You know what? And they actually mm-hmm. they they work great. I don't know that I have a need for them because I have a skimmer basket. My circulation set up correctly. Everything works well. So I don't know if I have a need for it, but I could see where there's a market for it. But one of the things that I wanted to know, and nobody's ever answered this question for me, at least the manufacturer wouldn't, is do these things scare ducks? Because if they scare ducks, mm. I have a whole other market for it. So what I did was I took a 12. There you go. I bought a 12-inch Jason action figure with the <laughs> knife, and I mounted it to the top of mine, and it floats around the pool. And it does it scares the ducks away because here comes Jason. Well, I'm sure you could put a lot of different things on top of it, but that's a really good idea. Right. Why don't you run with that? So how many commercial TM, pools? TM, TM, TM. How many commercial pools have a problem with ducks and geese in their pool, and they could just all of them. and well, it's not necessarily during not open hours, and they could put one of these in there, and not only would it skim the surface, but it scares the ducks and geese away. To me, that's huge because nothing is less exciting than duck shit in your pool. Oh my god! And you know, you you battle algae and phosphates, and you're wondering why, and you're like, you know, there's no leak, and you know, no one's adding water, and you've eliminated everything else, and you're like, what in the hell is going on? And then you show up at a different time than normal, and lo and behold, there's some mother ducks in the pool. Mother duckers. Yep, and you gotta <laughs> chase them around. I, you know, it's a pain in the duck. Do you know? You know, David Van. Van Brunt, right? It's a ducking pain. You know David Van Brunt? He has a podcast. Not personally. But he has a podcast. Yes. Okay. Uh But his son, (laughs) his son Caleb, makes- Yes, he makes the- The keychains. Well, he makes the 3D things. Right. He makes 3D keychains of pool products that are reduced and scaled down in size that are used as a keychain. And I actually, when when I was first talking with David, when I was on his show, he sent me a set of them, which I thought was really cool. And I showed them in our group and and people loved it. And then you put them on the I did. And I, well, I called him and I said, look, do me a favor. Tell your son to go buy like a $20 small Christmas tree, stick them all over it and take a picture of it and send it to me so I can help promote his product a little bit more. These things things make the coolest little christmas ornaments for a pool store christmas tree they did it's they really did that tree was awesome. right so i mean there's that type of stuff too so not only are there a lot of great ideas out there there's a lot of other uses for some of the great things that we see popping up see but now you're going to get me talking and i'm going to give away all the ideas that i just (laughs) well the point being is is that you're listening right now if you have an idea in your head Pull over to the side of the road, get out a pad and pen, and write it down. Carry it with you. Or if you have a hands-free device, you could tell your, uh, your assistant 
Yeah, you can tell your assistant there to add it if you have like Siri. Well, or it really just depends on how old you are, I guess. So if you have a pad and paper, which went away. Well, then you don't have to pull with over. With the millennials. Then nothing wrong with that. Technology is super cool, but I, I like to write stuff down. Pull over, write it down, or do a voice memo. Do whatever you got to do and run with it. Run with your idea. Worst case scenario is it doesn't work. But you tried. If you don't have enough money yeah. to fund it. And you can improve on it, too, if it doesn't work for whatever If reason. you don't have enough money to fund it, find somebody that does, develop a presentation, and bring it to them. Make sure you have a patent first. There's a little bit of money involved in that. Patent searches can take some time. I know there's a cost, but get somebody to fund you. You need money for the patent? Call your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, your parents. Call Andrea. Mm-hmm. But, I'm going to call but you. you know, I'm going to call you, you back. Follow, you follow what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. let your... Yes. don't. People say all the time, follow your dreams. Don't let your dreams die. Well, you know what? Follow your idea. Don't let your idea die because your idea might be the next great new thing in this industry that we're in. And especially, you know what? I want to talk especially to the young folks or the new folks to the industry, young and new, both coming into this industry, because you guys have a fresh set of eyes. I've been looking at pool stuff for 30 years now. Chances of me coming up with some new great product or a way to innovate things, pretty damn good. But you could, (laughs) the point is, is that you could too. You have fresh set of eyes. You're seeing things. When you're asking somebody who's training you, why do we do it this way and not the other way? And the answer is, it's just because this is the way that we do it. Doesn't mean that your idea or your way is bad. It doesn't mean that you don't listen either. You got to listen to the person that's paying you. Because they want you to do it a certain way. But if you come up with an idea in your head, a way of doing it better or improving upon it, making it more user-friendly, making it easier, my God, run with it. Well, you got to make sure you have the permission for that, though, because then somebody could get mad if they see you doing it wrong and then you're going to mess up. It could be the USS Rudy Wetchet. I'll tell you what, sailing away as you (laughs) see the missiles crash into that sucker. It'd be like Godzilla out there tearing the ship in half. If you miss it, if you don't follow your dream or your idea, right? Because now here's the thing. Follow your dreams, yes, but your ideas may get you there faster. Your ideas may get you there when you have no other chance of actually reaching that goal. Your idea is the catalyst. It is the catapult, like the frog catapult we talked about, where it just kind of shoots the frogs out of the pool and over the fence. That (laughs) That doesn't happen. It's when did we talk about when we that? were talking about the frog log? It's read. my next new idea. I'm gonna have to the read frog catapults. <laughs> and then it comes with a hawk that catches the frog in midair, <laughs> takes it off so that you never see it again. It's a whole frog transport system. That seems elaborate. There was a movie back in the day, and I forget the name of it right now. It might have been called Night Shift. It was with Henry Winkler and Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton kept coming up with all of these ideas. Some of them were good, but the one that sticks out in my head was that he wanted to feed tuna fish mayonnaise while they were alive. (laughs) So that way you already had tuna salad. So thank you for listening. That was our show. (laughs) Um, Ask us questions. We love it. Email Rudy. He's got the... uh, 
Gmail address, right? What are you talking talking pools? pools at gmail.com at gmail gmail.com. Join the group, ask us questions there. Um, follow us on all the socials, like I said. So yeah, all of them. Oh, and you know what else? Um, Spotify lets you do uh, leave star reviews. Oh, now. there you go. So leave us a star on Spotify if you listen on your not a star, Rudy. Jesus Christ, leave us five stars on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> and five stars on Apple Podcasts, right? Wherever you listen, leave us five yes. stars if you like the show. Um, leave us a review. Share. Send us to some of your friends. You Send go. us to some of your friends that you like. Send us to some of your friends that you don't like. We'll fix that for you, too. No, don't do that, because then they'll leave us bad reviews. <laughs> hey, before we go, one last time, run with your idea. See what you can come up with. You never know. Ideas, great ideas come from anywhere and everywhere. Be the next great idea in the industry. And you will profit tremendously from it. Both warm fuzzies and hopefully financially. So you never know. Don't let anybody tell you your idea is stupid until you've tried and it's failed. Because everything is a crazy idea until it is not. Can I, can I leave you with my favorite quote from Dune? Frank Herbert's Dune. Sure. Have you seen that? Do you know what I'm talking about? The quote. Okay, here's the quote. Sometimes it's better to miss an opportunity than to invite disaster. That's like totally the opposite of what the whole podcast was about. (laughs) No, that's why I said it. So that would be like, that was very... It was perfect. That was just... No, that was absolutely the opposite (laughs) of everything we've just been talking about. That's like, don't try. That means don't try because you might fail. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Say it again. Anyway. Say it again. It's better to miss an opportunity than to invite disaster. And what would be your interpretation of this? Be careful. And if you're listening to us right now and you listen to that, it's like the jury, right? Okay. I need the jurors to strike that statement. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing we don't do this live. Maybe we should. Let's do a live one. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 